Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content, so maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Jalenta. Yes, Kristen. How many questions do you think we get from listeners each season? Uh, I don't know, like a billion? Maybe 10 billion? Yeah, that's probably like the technical number. Well, lucky for those trillions of people out there, today is our seasonal Ask Us Anything episode. And that's right. We are ready to answer all of your questions. Some of them are about by the book. Some of them are about anything you want. Because I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And this is by the book Ask Us Anything. You heard it right. It's time for another By the Book bonus episode, our Between season Street for your ears. And today, it's all about those burning questions, I like to call them cues, that you, our listeners, have for us. And just a reminder before we get to those questions, please check out our other show, We Love You and So Can You. In each episode, we help a guest tackle a predicament in their life and hopefully help them to feel a little bit more love for themselves along the way. We love you and so can you. Subscribe on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Okay, let's get this Ask Us Anything episode underway. Let's do it. And let's start with some questions about by the book, about the show itself. Yes. This one is from Lauren, who says, 
What are books that we keep suggesting that you can't or won't cover? And can you explain why? Maybe we will stop bringing up books (laughs) over and over that just won't work for you. (laughs) I love this question because there are actually a number of books that we hear uh, nominated almost every day. And we just can't. It just logistically within the framework of the show, for example, we cannot live by The Artist's Way. That is a book that requires 12 weeks and everything is specifically laid out to fall within those 12 weeks. So I just don't think we could do that. Yeah. Um, Another book that we are never, ever, ever going to live by are any of the books that are targeted at being pickup artists, at Mm. finding a husband, at... You know, any anything that would require us to cheat on our spouses, because we don't have those kinds of marriages at this point. At this point, Brad. <laughs> so, yeah, neither of us are going to, like, go out there and find other people for just one night or two weeks or whatever so, it is. Yeah. mainly logistics are why we say no. Otherwise, we'll try most anything. Yeah, we've tried a lot of crazy books over the years. I mean, I never in my life thought I would do a tarot card book, but hey. What do you know? You live, you learn, you get a dick. (laughs) This question from Megan is interesting. Megan wants to know, do you regret or would you change any of the verdicts either of you made in past seasons? I'm re-listening to season one and some of the verdicts have surprised me. I feel like you both have grown so much. Megan. Hold on. I thought we were already grown. Oh, no, I, I'm not. You you have been this whole time. Nora has been. I have not. Megan, I would like you to know yes and no. I'm embarrassed that in season one, I gave French Women Don't Get Fat a good verdict. Mm, I totally but, forgot about that. But I find it interesting also. I feel like I can't go back in time and want to rewrite any of my verdicts because they all were true in the moment. And I have grown since then, and I doubt some of them would be true in the moment. But it's a it's a good little snapshot of where I have been at in the moment. Well, Megan, I have to tell you, you know, I haven't really listened to those back episodes in ages. But some people have written in and said I maybe sounded a little harsh with some of them. But maybe mm. I was a harsher person back then. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't the kind person I am now back then. So, Interesting. Yeah, to echo what you were saying, Jolenta, I am where I am now, and I was where I was back then. So, yeah. How's that for a nice cop-out answer, man? Yeah. Also, no regrets. Yeah. Just happy accidents, right? Okay. <laughs> Selena has this question. What book do you never, ever want to live by ever? Dianetics. Dianetics. I almost got Jolenta to agree to live by Dianetics next season. Thank you, legal team. Our legal team would not allow that to Guys, happen. no one's allowed to touch Scientology. We all know why. Where's Shelly? Yes, but I did really want us to do that. But nope, we're never, ever, ever going to live by it. Selena. I don't want to touch it because I'm afraid of like where I'll go. Are you afraid that you'll become I'm a Scientologist? I'm afraid that I'll be like, honestly, if you look at just the text itself, like, it'll be great. <laughs> and it's like, I don't trust myself. I don't trust anything like Tom Cruise is shilling because, like, I might accidentally go along with it. Like, I just don't trust it. Mm. He was really good in Top Gun. I mean, he was good in Minority Report. Yeah, he was also good in Magnolia. Oh, see, now listen to us. Now we're going to do what he tells us to do. Any movie where he runs fast, sort of like a robot because he runs weird, I'm intrigued. (laughs) I'll look. I, I have trouble looking away. Anyway, Dianetics I'm afraid of. How about you? I'll just I'll just agree with you on that one. Dianetics. All right. Even though it was my idea. Interesting. All right. Here's a question from Ray. If you had to be friends with one of the authors from this season, who would it be? 
Ugh. Oh, I already know who I would I'm choose. I'm torn. Oh, torn? I think it's obvious. I mean, obviously, Stassi, I want to hang out with, see what it's like, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like I'd be really good friends with Susie Orman. Oh, I Like, love I feel like Susie. she and I would vibe pretty hard and I could learn a lot from her. Like, I feel like she'd be a good sort of, like, big sister figure for me. Yeah, I love Susie. But I also love Katie Butler and I think Sonia Renee Taylor. Mm. Oh, shoot. I didn't even think about her. No. Sonia Renee her Taylor. Too. I want yeah. her. Sonya I just Re- want to be friends with her. Yeah. The body is not an apology. Sonia Renee Taylor. Yes. If you want to be friends, she did pop in for a little bit on our Facebook community uh, when we lived by mm. her book. And she was. She did some heavy lifting. She Thank was you. very generous with her time, answering lots of questions. She was fantastic. And I just no, thought through all star. of that, like, is it too fangirlish to reach out and say, can we be best friends? Yeah, and be like, P.S., I love you. Oh, my God. Hi. You're so cool. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. But she'd be great. She'd be a great friend. I keep my answer, but also add yours. Okay. Sounds good. Let's just be friends with most of our authors. Great. All right. Next up, a question from our producer, Nora. Whoa. Nora, I love how you just jumped into the script there and just popped a question. <laughs> She's a beast. Yes. Nora says, if you weren't making by the book or being a podcast host, what would you be doing? And no, Jolenta, you're not allowed to be a stand-up comic. And Kristen, you are not allowed to be a podcast strategist author. Interesting. So so nothing related to what we do right now. I'd be a real estate agent. Oh my God, you would. Oh. Oh my God. How are you not? You know I love me some real estate. I go to open houses And you all just love, like, throwing events and talking to people and, like, making something a theme party or, like, it. oh, my God. I love it. And I'm one of those people who, you know, when you're on a trip to Florida and somehow someone wrangles you into going to visit a timeshare? Yep. And you visit the timeshare and you're stuck with them for four hours and all you get at the end is a bottle of cheap wine, a donut, and then maybe $50. I love those tours. I do them all the time. I will go to any open house. I will lead anybody else through an open house. I will show you a bathroom. She'll try to push any neighborhood onto any person. Like, oh my gosh, how are you not a real estate agent? I would just love it. What about you, Jolenta? I think I would be an angry art teacher, like trying to (laughs) blow up the system from within. Ooh. Would you be kind of a Kara Walker type where all of your art is actually a statement about... Um, structural inequalities. And... I would like that plus Miss Frizzle. Oh. Is wow. sort of my vibe because I work well with the younger ones, but still like shoving agendas down their throat of I'm like into it. art and equality, you know. Love it. Oh, you'd be really good at that. I'd be like writing grants and like have a lot more gray in my hair. I love it. Thank I, you. I, I, I'd probably be doing like more good for the world. Oh, come Shit. on. Shit. You're always My doing dream good for the me world. is so much better than the real me. <laughs> The real you is already doing those things on a larger scale. Uh, Okay, I hope so. You are. You're already winning. You're winning. All right, on that note, we're going to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) But when we come back, we'll answer some questions that have nothing to do with buy the book or hosting the show. Nothing at all. Yeah. All right, we are back with our Ask Us Anything post-season five episode. And Jolenta, let's get to some more serious questions. Okay. We got this one from Susan, who says, Kristen, I love hearing your stories about your Nana. What advice do you have for people out there who are about to become grandmothers themselves? I have a grandchild on the way and would love to be the kind of person in this child's life that your Nana was to you. Oh, Susan, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. So, 
Susan, just the fact that you're asking this question makes me think you're going to be just a kick-ass Nana. Mm -hmm. You're going to be so good. But my favorite memories of my Nana were really not about anything momentous. It was mostly about the little things, certain traditions. Like I remember every morning after Thanksgiving getting out all of the Christmas decorations and decorating the house together. Mm -hmm. I remember making Christmas cookies that same Friday. Every year we would make a batch of 200 to 300 Christmas cookies and package them up for her friends and then start giving them away at the places where she volunteered and so on. And I remember just her having tools in place for us to be creative so that Mm. even if she couldn't afford to take us to fancy places, we could sit and we could color and talk about memories. And that's one of the things I loved most about my Nana is that she shared stories that made her a human and not just my grandmother. So Mm. Mm -hmm. I know the story of the first time she got drunk. I know how she hitchhiked to Minneapolis as a young orphan and started a whole new life. And I know the story of the first time she could afford to buy her own pair of shoes and how it was stolen, that pair of shoes from her, and how that just devastated her. And just being able to share real stories of who you are as a person and also chances for this child to feel autonomy and creativity and to have traditions, those are the things I loved most that my Nana did for me. So, yeah. yeah. And just to know you are you have somebody who's on your team who's not your parent. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Like an adult who knows things. Mm, yes. And love it. their job is not really to discipline you. Maybe just a tiny bit. But grandparents, they're not there to discipline you. They're Mm-mm. mostly there just to love you. So, Susan, you're going to kick ass and so happy for you. Congratulations on your new grandchild. Yay. All right. We have a question for you, Jolenta, from Jenny. Jenny says, Jolenta, like you... I'm an introvert who tends to give myself lots of time to recharge every week. The problem is I don't really think I need to recharge as much as I Mm. do. I just do it because of inertia. And a lot of the time, I actually feel lonely and isolated. What tips do you have for other introverts who need help getting out of the house? I would say my number one tip is have recurring events. Whether it's daily recurring events, weekly, monthly, it helps. It helps me, especially because I, you know, I work from home, so I'm like an extra introvert. Um, But just having, you know, a book club or like a bachelor fantasy league or whatever to do every week where you know you're going to see these people every week or you have like a potluck every week. And even for me, walking the dog two or three times a day, depending on who's home or around, and and just sort of that routine set in place. I even set in place routines like I go get a coffee on a certain day from the deli and, like, talk to the deli guy because we're friends. You know, just recurring things that get you out and about and interacting. And then more stuff usually leads from those, you know. When I was in a bachelor fantasy league and we meet up every week, we'd also be like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Let's do this thing. So just make your social life a little more part of your scheduled schedule. I love that because then you don't even have to think about it. It's mm-hmm. just something that's built in. It's in like, your calendar. Like every morning it's built into your life that you brush your teeth. Every Tuesday it's built into your life that you go to your bachelor league. You know, yes. just certain things are built in. Exactly. I like that. Thanks. Uh, here's another question for you from Mike Kristen. He says, Kristen, what's the most woo-woo thing you practice on a daily basis? Lucky socks? Do you throw spilled salt over your shoulder? There has got to be something. I say bless you to everybody, even though I know that the bubonic plague is not happening right now or whatever it was that started us saying bless you. After you sneeze? Yeah. That's Um, as woo-woo as you get? Well. (laughs) Get out. Get out of the studio. 
it's essentially a way of saying, I'm glad you're alive, even if you're sneezing. Is that not woo-woo enough? You no, want me to do fine. something more? No, it's fine. That counts. Sure. There's got to be something else I no, do more woo-woo. it counts. Let's move on to the next question. I don't even care. Thanks for the question, Mike. All right. Let's move on to this question from Christine. Christine says, what were you both like in high school, and would you two have been friends back then? And oh, we yeah. We would have been friends. Totally. We would have been like friends. I feel like we were in like the same sort of group we, of like, we're smart, but we're underachieving right now and enjoy escaping through drugs and alcohol and oh. music and dancing. We would have been sneaking out of school and going to concerts. Yeah. We would have been, when we were in school, without trying, we would have done pretty well, but maybe mm-hmm. we should have applied ourselves oh, more. Oh, we definitely Yeah. Should. And then uh, we'd both be sitting in the smoking section being yes, friends with all the other have. cool kids. Ugh. Because... That's what all the cool kids That's did, what we back, did then. back in the day. Back in the day, everybody smoked who was cool. And we. This is not the case anymore, nor should it ever be. Yeah. And I'm not saying we were cool. No, but, but we sure thought but we were. We hung out with all the like drama people, the people of color, the queer people. Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. 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 And all of us had pink hair and face piercings and stuff. And there was like a lot of like gay straight alliance meetings happening. Yes. So. Absolutely. We would have been we friends. We would have totally sure. been friends. And we you're one of the only people I can say that about, I feel like. Yeah, it's funny because as adults, certain people I'm we're, friends with as yeah, an yeah. adult, I'm like, I don't know I'm if like, we would have been friends with I feel that school. way about my husband where I'm like, oh, we would have been oil and water and like not in a fun way. Oh my God. Dean and I talk about this sometimes too. Oh, Dean, totally. Dean and I never would have been no, friends in high like, school. Like, Dean would have been a fucking loser. <laughs> I'm kidding, Dean. I love you. I feel like Nora's going to keep this in. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we just ran in different scenes, you know? He we loved- were. I was an asshole in high school. If you can't tell by me channeling old me. <laughs> Dean was like in the sci-fi D&D crowd. He mountain biked and he did D&D. Those two things don't intersect in my mind, but obviously they do because people like a myriad of things. Yes. And I think, I don't know, maybe it's New Zealand. Maybe those things go together mm, maybe, perfectly yeah, over there. That makes sense. I'm not sure. Anyway, yeah, we would have been friends. Absolutely. No doubt about it. <laughs> okay. You ready for this next question? Yeah. Kim says, Jalenta and Kristen, have you ever fought or dealt with a rough patch in your friendship? Uh, yeah, and it was my fault. What? Because when I got sick and had shingles and then, like, wasn't communicating well, I feel like things got a little rough. And it's because I, like, go into a hidey hole when things are rough for me. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I wouldn't even call that a friendship issue so much as our work-life issue. Mm, like, yeah. Like, Friendship-wise, we, nothing. Like, our work systems are very solidly structured. And when we don't follow those structures, then ooh. things go off the rails. Yeah. And then it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. And But I guess friendship-wise— like, what, the biggest disagreement we've had is, like, no, I want to go to this bar. There's that I, one bar like, by your house that has those cheap fro- those, frozen drinks yeah. now. I want to go there all That's the time. That's, like, where we go all the time now, too. So now yeah. I guess we agree. Yeah. <laughs> like, friendship-wise, I don't think I've ever had an issue with you. No, I think the biggest friendship thing, and this is something I'm used to, I don't see it as an offense, is, like, I know I can't call you for last-minute plans. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and you're just somebody who it's like, I a week from now, I'll say, hey, next Friday, do you want to do this? And I'll be like, yes. And, and I'm guessing probably it has gotten on your nerves in the past when I do try to, oh, uh, no. at the last minute, say, hey, let's not go Only home, let's do this. Only if you're actually <laughs> drunk and you won't, like, take no for an answer. I always take no for an answer. Like, Joel on the seventh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I just like a FROMO, Okay. Okay. Who doesn't? Oh, I love this question. Oh, I love this question. You want to read it? Yes. Elizabeth says, Kristen and Jolenta, if you had to Freaky Friday with each other for a day, 
what would you be most excited about doing as the other person? <gasps> I love this question. I already have answers for Oh, the- me too. You go first. Okay. So one of the things I would love about being in your body for a day is actually being able to see. So you know how I can't always see things or reach things because oh, I'm short? Oh, yeah. I would go to concerts. I think about that. I would go to concerts, and I might even just be the dickhead who stands in the front. You would always be that dickhead if you were me. <laughs> I might try that. And then I would go to the grocery store and rather than be the person who's like, can you reach that for me? You're the person that gets stuck like handing everything to all the short people. Yes, that would be fun. And then, my God, this is like a dream. I'm almost teary-eyed thinking about how much I would love cuddling Frank with my Mm, face in Frank's belly. And then I would go to every dog in the world. I already go up to every dog I meet and say, hi, I love you the most. Are you the prettiest? But you would like get your face right in there. I would get my face right in there. And then I would go to a dog adoption cafe and I would hug every dog. I'd have zero allergies. Yeah. Ugh, just being in your body with no allergies and height would be really fun for a day. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Well, I would be the most excited to be woken up by a foot rub from Dean. Oh, yes. That is a good thing. I do not get it's that great. in my current body uh, and would love that. <laughs> I would also just love to be able to put on like any dress and have it not be too short. Because you can rock a short skirt that, like, would be an actual belt on me. Yeah, there's no such thing as a dress that's too short on me because I'm so short already. It would be glorious to, like, open my closet as you and be like, look at all of these mod dresses. Like, that would be fun. <laughs> it would be fun. Let's just switch for Let's one day. Let's do it. Just one day it's only. On. Let's totally do Jeans, it. rub my feet. Do not scrape them. Yes. Right. And I'm coming to the nearest concert, so watch out. Amazing. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to answer some wacky questions. Yes. So wacky. We are back. And we have what I would call the the grab bag questions or the wacky questions, as Kristen wrote in our script, because she's so wacky. Yes, they are wacky questions. Let's start with this one from Mallory. Mm-hmm. Mallory says, who would you cast for the 2019 version of the Golden Girls? Oh, my gosh. Now, full disclosure— Jolenta, you and I spent a lot of time on this question. We were going to try to answer it off the cuff, and then we were like, no, this requires way too much thought. We take this very seriously. So we had to literally pause, conference with Nora, our producer, and come back to this. Yes, and we have to give credit to Nora for coming up with one of the most genius casting Nora came up with our linchpin. She came up with our Dorothy. Yes, she did. So for Dorothy, Nora, thank you for coming up with Whoopi Goldberg. That's right. Whoopi Goldberg taking over the role of Dorothy. She suffers no fools. She tells the truth. We know she has experience doing that job already on The View. Yes, yes. It's perfect. That's what she does all the freaking time. Now, for Rose, we need someone who is good-natured, has a heart of gold, uh, is so wholesome that some people think that she's naive, but she's, you know, she's not an idiot. She's not. She's much more worldly than you might think. And obviously, that role goes to one, miss. Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, has there ever been better recasting? No. no. Never, 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 never. And then for the spicy, funny, sultry Blanche. Okay, so this one you came up with, Jolenta. We have Angela Bassett. I love this. Angela Bassett, so sultry. And you know she has I feel the, like I could learn so much about sex from her. Yeah, but she has the ability to do it kind of with a wink and a nudge, too. Mm-hmm. She can be nice and dry as she needs to. Yes. She, she doesn't oversell anything. It's perfect. Yes, yes. And then for Sophia, also your idea, Jolenta. Love this. Sophia, remember, her number one job is just to be a curmudgeon who says stuff like, picture this, Sicily. Picture it, Sicily, 1925. Yes. yes. 
Amy Sedaris. Yes, Amy we gotta Sedaris. Give her some good age makeup, just like Estelle Getty got. She's going to do a hardcore character. She would be phenomenal. Yes, she would be so good at this. So, Mallory, this was such a fun game. That, Mallory, that was thank a great you. question. We did extensive work on this project. Yes, we, we did actually we have to pause the recording for a full 90 minutes to convene on this, but it was worth it. Totally worth it. Let's move on to a different question related to television for you, Jolenta. (gasps) Oh, my. Amy says, Jolenta, girl, we need your thoughts, opinions, and whatever else you got regarding Bethany leaving Roni. That means Real Housewives of New York. This is not a drill. Okay, Amy, my thoughts. She announces this the day New York starts filming. Meaning we've probably been in some sort of contract negotiation up until the last minute. She wants to do new shows with Mark Burnett, like she said, probably some woman-oriented type, like Apprentice Shark Tank matchup, I'm guessing, because she's been doing a lot of the Shark Tank stuff already. She's trying to go out on a high note. She had a good season. She also might be trying to actually make it work with this Boston guy, but we know Bethany, she will be back before this franchise ends. Yes. I mean, in the past, this I'm, I'm not even a real housewives person, but even I know she's left and come back before. And I mean, the last time it was because her talk show didn't work, right? Mm-hmm. Like she knows where her bread is buttered. Yeah. That's what she's known for. And, mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes you got to play your cards. Sometimes you got to uh, play hardball with your contract. Sometimes exactly. you got to do your, what you're going to do. You gotta so go out on a limb, try new things. Yeah. You could always go back. Yes. And if you don't, I will be very disappointed. <laughs> um, but here's a question, a more holistic question about television that you can get involved with, Kristen, from Kate, who says, you both love reality TV. Which shows are you watching these days? Okay, so I'm going to apologize in advance because I can't remember if I've said this before on our show or if it's just every other show that interviews me. But I am so into Australian reality shows lately. Mm, For the last mm -hmm. several months, as you know, I love that show, Instant Hotel. Yeah, you turned me on to that one. Yeah, Instant Hotel. They take people in Australia who claim to have the best Airbnb in the country. It's amazing. And then all of these people with their Airbnbs have to, as teams, go around and stay each other's. And then rate them as cruelly as they can. It's brutal. It's brutal. Look through also, the drawers, see what the problems are, make fun of poorly them. poorly formatted, which I love because <laughs> they have these large groups stay in Airbnbs that are not meant for that number of people. Yes, yes. But they rate them and review them based on that experience anyway, which yeah. is just faulty. Yeah, we have eight but people staying in a two-bedroom houseboat, for example, at yeah. one point. And they're like, well, it's crowded. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, because like the show is set up poorly, but... Yes. Go for it. But it's so entertaining. I love that show. I love Back with the X, which is another Australian I reality tried show. I haven't that one yet. It's great. It's called A Breakup Because It's Broken, right? Or not. Uh-oh. Oh. Will they get back together? Yeah. Australian reality shows. That's what I'm into these days nice. when it comes to reality TV. What, what about you, Jalenta? Well, I've been doing a lot of learning over at the Learning Channel. Because <laughs> uh, that's what TLC used to stand for. Are we talking 90 Day Fiance? I'm talking the whole oeuvre. Yes. yes. I'm doing 90 Day Before the 90 Days. I'm doing 90 Day Happily Ever After question mark. I'm doing 90 Day the other way. I am even doing The Family Chantel, which is my deepest, darkest, secret favorite right now. The wow. Family Chantel is like a spinoff of a spinoff all about The Family Chantel. Some of it's, those spinoffs are good, though. It's one of those shows where you watch it and go, oh, my God, even though this is heightened for television, this is some semblance of someone's life. And 
it is fascinating and a little bit scary about what it says about society, but I f- feel like I'm learning. Whoa. Really? I don't know. Well, Maybe don't... it's just because it's the learning channel and I always make jokes about learning from it. But I don't know. I feel like I'm being exposed to things I need to know about. I love it. I love some TLC. It's all good. It's it's where you learn. And let's let's stick to this celebrity, the celebrity theme, mm-hmm. shall we? Uh, because we got this question from Dell, who says, which celebrity would you like to write a self-help book? Ooh, I know you want Cher to write one, don't you? Yeah. Cher, write me a book. Done. Yeah. I mean, Dolly already wrote one. You love it. Dream more. Yes. Yeah, and I yeah. do dream more um, because of Dolly. What celebrity? Uh, all right. What if, Jolenta, we circle back to the one book that you never want to live by, Dianetics? Mm-hmm. But what if Tom Cruise wrote a self-help oh! book? Even if he wrote, like, his version of Dianetics, I would read that for sure. Yeah. No, I, I, would, I, I wouldn't be able to look away. I got to give full credit to Nora for this idea. I didn't come up with it. Nora and I were talking earlier about celebrities who she'd want to write self-help books. And Nora, thanks for giving me the idea. I I'm announcing it now almost as if it's my own, but giving you credit. Yeah, Nora, I would secretly totally. fuels all our ideas. Yes, it's all about Nora here. But yeah, I would totally read Tom Cruise's book. Doesn't he do things like hold hands to um, shoot energy up to like spaceships and stuff? Or, or like have whole teams of people or... hunt down wives for him? I don't know. Yeah, like there's what, a whole what chapter on that. be? I don't even know. I can't even like come up with funny theoreticals because he is on such a different planet oh <laughs> oh god i think we need to end on that note yep we i think so guys just think about it that. what advice would he give what, what advice? advice would he give let yeah. us know <laughs> that's it for this episode of by the book Huge thanks to our fabulous production team at Stitcher, Nora Ritchie, who gives us all of her ideas. I know. Thank you. And Andy Kristen's daughter. And thanks also to Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song, and to the Rizzos, who perform it. Don't forget to stay in touch. Send us any questions you have, any suggestions for future books to live by. Send us any of your ideas for what advice Tom Cruise would actually give to people. Our email address is kristenangelenta at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at Buy the Book Pod, or leave us a message at 302-492-6657. That's 302-49-BOOKS. Don't forget to rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to our show because it's how we stay alive. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell Tom Cruise about the show. Oh, please do. Yes, tell Betty White and Dolly Parton about the show. Until next time, I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Whoopi Goldberg would actually. Oh my God! Whoopi Goldberg would be a sick, yes, sick Dorothy. Yes. Holy shit! That's literally the role she plays on The View. That's who she needs to be. Nora, you're a genius. Oh, you're so good. You're so good. Oh my God. Okay. 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 Here we are. Stitcher. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. 
Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.